welcome to another episode of Convention Confessional. My name is Katie Hunt, and basically what we do here is we talk about our funny, sad, scary, crazy stories from conventions past and not so much present because, you know, there's still a panoramic going on, so unfortunately that's just not a thing right now. So we have to lament about the past because that's all we got going on. Um, and today I have someone with me who I have known for many, many years now in the convention scene. Um, some of you might know him as Mike, but most of you might know him as Lantis. Hey, Lantis, how you doing? I'm doing well. How about you? Oh, I mean, I can't complain. It doesn't do anybody any good, right? Fair. Fair. <laughs> well, sir, I'm very happy to have you on the show. <laughs> so uh, tell me, what story brings you here today? I'm, I'm excited to hear this. Um, this is actually a story from when I was an still an attendee at cons. Um, I hadn't started staffing yet. Mm -hmm. Um, this is from TakoshaCon 2012, and it is the Great Monopoly Hunt. TakoshaCon? Where's TakoshaCon? It is in Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. Nice. A little outside of New England. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> a Monopoly, huh? Yeah. Um... Let's see. So this was my second Takoshikon. Mm -hmm. um, I had driven out the year before uh, with uh, our mutual friend, Justin uh, Bashar of the Ages. Mm -hmm. um, driving to Pittsburgh from where I was living at the time, which was pretty much the Canadian border in Vermont, via New Hampshire, because I would meet, met up with Justin and we drove out together. Right bit of a drive a so bit. we so we ended up flying this our second year which ended up working out better um we went out because we knew a couple of people that were on staff there mm -hmm. um and in particular because we're both uh anime music video editors uh Takosha Khan had a full con uh, amv room uh similar to the fan creations track at anime boston now uh the video art track at Anime Week in Atlanta. There's a few cons around the country that have them now. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, TakoshaCon was one of the earlier ones to have it. And a lot of that was uh, from their staffers, uh, Glory Quester and Vlad. And a, a little bit of an aside on Vlad, he's kind of a legend in the AMV community. I've heard um, of him. Uh, he's about 15 years older than I am. He's been editing videos of some form or another since 1987. Wow. So he's kind of a legend. <laughs> um, and he's one of the people behind a lot of the way AMV contests and AMV rooms run nowadays. He's he's put his stamp on a lot of different cons. I think at his peak he was doing 20 cons a year. Holy crap. Wow. So he's also one of the most organized and prepared people i have ever met it's he's on a par with mike lee wow <laughs> and mike lee is like I, I think his entire like next 20 years is booked and organized so yeah that's about right, <laughs> about right. uh he's he's still involved in cons he's, he's cut back a lot since since he's in his mid-50s now mm -hmm. but he's actually the chair of enemathon out in edmonton okay because he that's where he lives he's uh, from Alberta. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So he was, he came out to, uh, to Koshikon to help run the AMV room. And uh, the previous year, Justin and I had pretty much soaked up information from him like sponges. Mm -hmm. And that's what ended up leading heavily to the creation of the fan works theater at anime 
uh, at another anime con and later the fan creations track in anime boston mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's we stole so many things <laughs> from them we took it <laughs> it's good artists are inspired great right. artists steal <laughs> accurate <laughs> So it's, and that's one of the awesome things about Vlad is that he's so free with information. It's if you're willing to learn and there's not a fire going on, he's perfectly willing to teach. Nice. So Justin and I had spent a huge portion of the uh, 2011 con uh, soaking up information. And we, if we were running for food, we would offer, hey, we're running for food. Do you guys want anything? And we did a lot of that through 2011. Mm-hmm. And our plan was to do the same thing for 2012. So, that's where, that's kind of all the backstory for, for this con, for this story. Sure, sure. So, one of the events that Vlad had planned for TokoshiCon 2012 was a new game show involving AMVs. And um, he had forgotten to pack one component. Play money. Mm-hmm. So... I don't remember whose suggestion it was, but the idea was, heck, we should just go buy a set of Monopoly. Sure. So it ended up working out that, yeah, there's nothing coming up on the schedule that I want to go to, so I'll make the run. A couple of naive assumptions here. (laughs) I've barely spent any time in Pittsburgh. I I don't know the area well. Sure, sure. I don't have a smartphone. This is 2012. Right. <laughs> Those barely exist. Google Maps doesn't exist. Nope, sure doesn't. <laughs> and it's Sunday morning. Why? why well, it, it, that? That, that's just what, when this happened. I know, but it, why it, would you do that to yourself? <laughs> I, I'm really, really naive here. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so it's... It's around 10 o'clock on a Sunday mm. morning. Mm-hmm. The game show is going to be running at around 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I figure I've got plenty of time. So I head out. We've made a bunch of food runs, so I had seen a bunch of stores in the area. Mm-hmm. So I figured there were a decent number of places I could at least try. Mm-hmm. Most of them are closed because it's Sunday. <laughs> right. So, I managed to find one that's open. It's this tourist trap store. And my thought is, they're going to have uh, a Pittsburgh-themed version of the game. Sure. This isn't a big deal. So, go in. They have just sold out. And they won't restock until Tuesday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, the clerk points me to another store that might have one. I go. They don't have them. They don't carry board games at all. Oh, oh, good. So the clerk forwards me on to another place. And this goes on for a chain of like six or seven different stores. Oh, no. So the next store in the chain is either closed or they don't have it or they've never had it. But eventually I'm walking through a park about 10 blocks away from the hotel and I see a parking enforcement officer walking down the street, checking meters and handing out tickets. Mm-hmm. 
they managed to point me to a toy store. It's about a half mile away, but he gives me really good directions, and I actually make it without getting lost. And for me, that's amazing, because I have terrible direction sense. <laughs> but it's, thankfully, it was only two turns. Oh, good. But they get he gets me into a toy store. Mm-hmm. They've got Monopoly sets. <gasps> they don't have the stock Monopoly. But they've got a bunch of the, the various editions sure, of various sure. things. So I'm looking through the shelves trying to pick out the least bad themed version of Monopoly. Because most of the themed versions are terrible. That's true. And then I see behind at the back of the shelf with a big discount sticker on it it's still like five bucks more than most of the stock versions Mm -hmm. but the millionaires edition (laughs) (laughs) so my thought is millionaires edition is going to have more money so that's the one i grab sure and i it at this point i've been gone almost two hours right and now you're like running back like charlie with the golden ticket not not quite but it <laughs> but it's i i do i i make it back about an hour before the game show and vlad just looks at me like what have you done <laughs> because it's the millionaire's edition is this gigantic box mm-hmm. and it's i got a deal it's five it was only five bucks more you got all this extra money yep. because it's got the million dollar bills. Right, right, right. So then he, t- so th- they get started for the game show and he tells this story. <laughs> oh no. So the kicker, I went out to Animathon uh, in 2019. Mm-hmm. He's still running the game show. Okay. He's still telling the story. <laughs> Is he still using the Monopoly game? Uh, that's one of the funniest bits. Because he flew, he didn't have room in his luggage to bring the full game back. Oh, no. So he just took the money and <laughs> gave the game to, to Glory Quest. He took the fake money and he ran. <laughs> That's awesome. But yes, <laughs> he is still using that. Bag, just like shoving fake Monopoly money into it. <laughs> no, it, it's um, if you've see, seen a Monopoly set, it's just uh, a big stack that is rubber banded. Ah, oh, boo! <laughs> like I picture him like in a hotel room, like you throw it on the bed, like in the movies, and they roll around in the money. <laughs> nah, Vlad is Vlad is way too organized for that that's because fair. he knows he would have to pick it back up because if he needed to use it again. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I'd be like, well, we can't, we can't be like, you know, just like billing it. <laughs> we can't, we can't get it all crunchy. <laughs> God, Monopoly yeah. money is so flimsy, too. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> See you, like, running around a city just like, I just need a Monopoly game, guys! It's, it, it was, at, at the time, I was getting very, very worried that I wasn't going to be able to find <laughs> find it before I had to head back. Well, I mean, I feel like Monopoly's pretty much in every store except Pittsburgh, apparently. Like, you walk into a <laughs> store and it's like, Monopoly New Hampshire edition, Monopoly Cow edition, like... It's, and that was exactly my thought, which is why I hit was hitting the tourist trap stores. It's somebody's got to have a Pittsburgh edition, right? Like a Steelers edition, anything. Yeah, it's and that was entirely my thought. That's crazy. 
Well, here's a question. Did you get the iron editor idea from him? Um, not from him. Uh, iron editor was actually organized by a couple of other editors, uh, in the anime weekend Atlanta community Mm -hmm. that they actually hold the trademark for the name iron editor. Uh Aha. That's interesting. And the, the only reason that we've been able to run iron editor events is because we had run iron editor events at anime Boston before they got the trademark. So Ah, it's kind of grandfathered. I see. I see. And AAC. Cause I remember the first one that you guys ran. Cause you, you edited against Lindsay, correct? Uh, I did. But uh, before that, uh, Justin and Dan had run a couple at Anime Boston in like 2005. Okay, okay. I think I missed out on the 2005 one. Uh, I I also did. I, I didn't start attending Anime Boston until uh, 07. Right. But I remember first Iron Editor at AAC. <laughs> that was the first extreme Iron Editor. <laughs> you ruined my childhood. You both uh, ruined my childhood. Uh, Lindsay more than I, yeah, but it's, really it's, it's, it's also my fault because that hysterically was, um, for anyone that doesn't know what Iron Editor is, right. um, it's where you have uh, two AMV editors, mm-hmm. uh, they're given a pile of footage, yep, and two hours to edit a music video in. Yep. Uh, and then you also get like the sound clips, but it's like you have to pick a number or something, didn't you, to like find out which sound clip you had to uh, use? Was was getting to that point. Yeah. Um. Each each of us had brought a list of ten songs. Right. 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 And through a ver- variety of games, had got uh the lists had gotten whittled down to two on each li- or three on each list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we had to choose one of those three songs to edit our video to. Part of the, one of the games was, uh, some of the songs on each list got flipped. So some songs that Lindsay had brought ended up on my list to choose from, and some that I brought ended up on her list to choose from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The song that she ruined childhoods with, the Muppet theme, <laughs> so originally came from my list. You're a dick. <laughs> okay, so like before we get to your view of this, I hosted this event. Like I was, Justin came to me and asked me if I'd like to host this event at the convention we worked at. And I was like, absolutely. Like I've got nothing to do really except host masquerade, like spend a couple hours in a room watching people like edit videos. Absolutely. I'm down for it. I mean, the whole time there's games going on, like Lanta said, um, you know, some that help the uh, editors and some that do not help the editors at all. Um, some that kind of stop people from editing and like, you know, taking away time and stuff. Uh, and at the end of it, it's like, no one really knows what they're making. Like we can, like, we kind of get like an idea of like what songs you have to use sometimes or what clips you have to use. Um, but the end result, we no idea. So like at the end of this first event, they're like, okay, we're going to play them now. It's like, oh boy, we're going to play them now. And all I see is whatever, what was the name of that anime? Like, um, like... We had... Um, a couple episodes of Beck. Yep. A couple episodes of Detroit Metal City. That's it. <laughs> and uh, the live action Bleach musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all all I ever see in my brain is the Muppet theme going and the weird Metallica guy like humping everything. <laughs> That's it. That's all I remember. And it's sad. It makes me sad. What song did you end up with for that? Like, I think that one scarred me. So I think I just blacked out the rest of it. <laughs> um, I had an instrumental bit from, I think, 
maybe one of the Macross movies. Oh, okay, so yours was like, yeah, yours had like the like the low key, like you know, like nice, like yeah, yeah, the the instr- the instrumental yeah. build to a a story climax mm-hmm, sort mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. And then we got that, <laughs> and she blew me out of the water. She, I mean, uh, she... <laughs> if for no other reason, just how disturbing it was. It was hysterical. It? it was so good. <laughs> But like I like I said, like Disney Plus now you're watching stuff, you're like, oh Muppet Show, and the minute that song starts up, I'm just like, no, I'm gonna skip the intro. The video's on YouTube, you know. Oh, I know. Oh, I've seen it. Oh yeah. Uh, I forget what she named it. Um if I can find it, I'm definitely going to link it like with when I post this podcast because everyone needs to see it. Is yours up too? Um I actually think uh it- I may have uploaded uh, a double video of both of them. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. If we can find the link for that, that would be amazing, because... Whew! Uh, I will see if I can dig it out of my archive. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, you guys... But still, like, you guys had three hours, and you made such good, like, music two videos. Hours. It was crazy. It's, we actually only, only had two hours. It was three hours for the entire event, including the setup and uh, render out. Oh, right, okay, okay, okay. Oh, that's right, because you had to render. That's right. That's right. Oh my gosh, but those events are fun. Like, that's a good time. They are. Um, usually. <laughs> usually. Uh, th- there was a piece uh, from the next year that was just painful. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Um, the year after that, which was actually 2008. Yep. Uh, or no, 2009. Nine. Or Nine? No. No, it had, it had to be eight because seven was my first. I think yes, yes. <laughs> Sorry, it's it all the, the years together. <laughs> the years kind of the years kind of blur together. Yep. Um, yep. Because um, the first AAC was two thousand six, mm-hmm. and I only attended to participate in the first uh, Iron Editor the year after that. Right. So it uh, the second one had to have been two thousand eight. So. Uh, that was done in pairs. Uh, right. Was, That's right. I was paired with uh, In the Stow, and Lindsay was paired with Brian, uh, Otaka for Life. Right, right. Um, and one of the challenges was uh, Lindsay against me. And we had to hold our hands in a bucket of ice water as long as uh, as long as we could. You sure did. And the and the loser was whoever pulled out first. <laughs> um, we both lasted far far longer than Dan intended. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yes. And then you guys broke out the silly string. Yes, we did. And we were spraying both of us. We ended up declaring it a tie. And both pulled out of the bucket at the same time. And then the horrible, evil person that he is, Dan, made us both start editing immediately. <laughs> Switch with the partners. <laughs> I remember. My hands ached for like a day and a half after that. I bet. Well, it was like, what, like 20 minutes you guys did it or something? Something like that. It was like a long ass time. We're just like, guys, there's no, there's no pride in this. You're both like, yeah, there is. Well, okay, well, if you. Okay. <laughs> Both of us are pretty darn stubborn people. No, I hadn't noticed. 
Uh, but they, like Iron Editor turned into we had like late night Iron Editor. Yes, yes, we did. Um, I've only participated in that once, oh, but cool. I've I've been behind the scenes of that for most of them. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a reason for that. The late night version. I mean, I thought the Muppet Show thing was like twisted. I had no idea what I was getting into when I volunteered to host the late night version because the late night version is like, here's all of this porn. Fact. <laughs> and then uh, the secret, in- the secret ingredient, uh, because most of the time editors are told, okay, you're going to get this, 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 and this. And then there's always a secret ingredient that gets revealed at the event that mm-hmm. you have to include at least one second of. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And after the first couple years of Extreme Iron Editor, the normal one ended up always slightly ruining childhoods. Yep. Like uh, the second one, I think Lindsay had a cover of Part of Your World from The Little Mermaid. Yes. And then the year after that, um, I had a Care Bears. Yes, the Care Bear song. I remember the Care Bear song. But yeah, so it's after that tradition started, uh, the secret ingredient ended up being a children's series. Um, Some that I remember are like the Magic School Bus, uh, the Brave Little Toaster, Frosty the Snowman. Oh god! I don't rec- I don't recall what else. I would I would have to ask Justin. I think those were the only three that I was a part of because after that, like I stopped hosting it. I don't think like because I didn't want to. I think I like that was the year that I took a break, so I wasn't there for hosting. But the Magic School Bus one was probably the most twisted. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I recall. Um, I, I I would actually say that the Frosty one would be the most twisted. Okay, okay, we can we can agree to disagree on that. <laughs> It's not that neither of them are twisted. <laughs> nothing, nothing about extreme late night Iron Editor was good. Like, oh my god! And this then, is true. And then, who came up with the fancy feast? Um, that actually was a group of editors. Um, I'm not sure where they're mostly based, but um, they decided to troll. Uh, Anime Weekend Atlanta's late night contest Mm -hmm. with a string of Fancy Feast commercials (laughs) set to hentai. Yep. And just because in between all the iron editing stuff, it's like, yeah, we tortured the editors, but at the same time, they would be like, well, here's a video while we're waiting for them to do this task or do this task. And the entire time we're there, it's like we get a, like a weird video, and then all of a sudden it would be like a Fancy Feast commercial. It's like, oh my god, stop. It's, <laughs> it's so gross, it's, it's so good. Uh, some of those still get featured at uh, the Hentai AMV Extravaganza at Anime Boston. Oh my god. Like, you want to be mad about it, but you can't be because they're so well done. Like... Pretty much, it's they're they're absurd. They're bad. They're so bad. They're good. <laughs> oh, but I just remember it'd be like I'd be standing there, and also it's like, "What's it time for? Another fancy feast?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> How many are there? <laughs> I'm aware of fifteen. Oh God, <laughs> like fourteen too many. Oh no. They're only about 30 seconds each. Yeah, I know. 
I know. It's like, it's like a full commercial. They're, they're, just like, no. It's their direct. It's the audio is a direct copy of a real Fancy Feast commercial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my favorite, my favorite, uh, had to have been the one like with the bell jingle, like that they were calling the cat, because I think it was like a bell around one of the girls' necks, and they kept like going back to it. I don't recall that one. I would. I, would, I, 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 would I remember there was one with the bell, but I just can't remember. Like, I, maybe I didn't really pay that much attention because I was like, "Oh my god, I can't watch these." <laughs> I don't remember. Uh which means now you're probably just going to send them all to me. I get it. Is there anything you'd like to promote while you are here, sir? Um, I actually don't have anything to plug. Really? Um, I I've been tr- working on getting something started, but it is not anywhere near ready. <laughs> All right, all right. Well, when the time comes and you're ready to promote it, let me know. I will definitely boost the signal for it. Um, I guess. I mean, if anybody has an AMV and they want to enter it, where do we enter it? Um, I'm I coordinate uh the contests for Anime Boston and for Bakuretsukan in Vermont. Nice. Um, but it's most uh, cons have an AMV contest, and it'll be listed on their website. It's at for Anime Boston. It's in the the bar mm-hmm. of programming. Okay. Um, just uh, make sure you read the rules. Uh, some people don't. Mm. And it always sucks to have to disqualify people. Right, right. No fun. I love AMV contests. It's part of my, like, the best part of, like, Masquerade is seeing the winners at the end sometimes. <laughs> it, it is what, it is what has kept me going to cons. hmm My oldest con badge is old enough to drink. Nice. And the, probably for the last 15 years AMVs has been my kind of niche in fandom awesome they're fun they're a good time it it definitely gives you a different view of different shows and songs and people's talents and everything else and I love it I love AMVs they're awesome you make some really great ones too I love the ones you've made uh I I don't edit as much as I would like to anymore um life has kind of gotten in the way yeah and annoyingly I'm running all the contests I used to enter. Right. <laughs> Curse this talent. <laughs> well, look at me. I, the one convention that I competed at, and now I'm hosting at it. So, I mean, hi. <laughs> yeah, it's... That's actually what kept me off uh, staffing cons for so long, because there used to be rules that if you were on staff, you couldn't enter. Right. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on. Great episode. Uh, folks, if you like it, you can follow us on all those streaming apps of every single podcast. I think I finally got us signed up for all of them. And thanks again for coming on, Lantis. And we will see you all next week. Have a good night. Bye. Thank you for having me.